I have some exciting news. What news? You are fake news. Well, that's good news. Triple M Breakfast with Rude and Lies. Overnight news. Uh, you might have heard in recent days from the world of politics that all of our pollies are flying into Canberra at great expense. Uh, an urgent call by the Prime Minister to get there. Uh, he's saying uh, urgent cost of living relief as soon as possible. So mm. they're all meeting to discuss what measures can be put in place. And he said ASAP. Yeah, well, so, I think a lot of people are struggling and uh, yeah. some people are getting used to it, the new norm. But um, anything they can do would be fantastic because all the bills are going up. Well, I hope it's not Senate. just politicking. I hope they really, really are going to do something and make some announcements. I've even been sort of monitoring the use of the AC system in my house because oh. my cousin's been staying with me going, yeah. uh, 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 not oh, that. No, come oh, on, now. Nazi on there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that like she's like, "All right, Dad, controlling the AC." Anyway, no, it is tough. It's though. all fun to you pay the bill, isn't That's it? That's exactly right. I said, "All right, I'll bloody pay these bills." All right, so uh, South Australia is apparently the most obese state in the country, yeah, yeah. and um, we're not doing anything about it. But that's all about to change because a gym founded by Russell Crowe. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I'm not entertained yet, but, you know, <laughs> keep going. Um, he's, uh, it's coming to North Plimpton, the 98 gym. So um, it's owned by... Russell Crowe gym. Yeah. So him and a guy called Jack Feather um, own this gym. And uh, Chris Feather, Sydney. sorry. Chris Feather. As long as his Gyms band doesn't appear at the opening, you know, because <laughs> they are horrible. <laughs> his band? Yeah. What's wrong with them? Oh, come on. I haven't heard him. I haven't heard him. Well, have a quick listen and get back to 40-odd foot of grunt. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. I've got a a very long-winded story about it. I don't know how I knew that. 40-odd foot of grunt. His band's not known 40-odd foot. It is. Yeah, Yeah, it is. That's incredible. This is what happens when people have too much money. They start their own band. No one's brave enough to tell him he's (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Russell, I've got to talk to you, mate. Russell Drake performing live at the hour this week. What do you want to tell me, mate? Nothing. You sound great up there. Keep going. Put the phone down. (laughs) Um, There's a bit of a move to uh, move Yatla. Uh, Yatla's obviously our hardest prison in South Australia and where all the hardened crims go. Um, Everyone sort of gets a little burst there and then pushes out other jails just to teach them not to go back there. But Mm. they're talking about potentially moving the Yatla men's and women's prisons Mm. to further out from Adelaide Mm. because the land that sits on and surrounding areas, there's 200 acres out there, Mm. is too valuable for housing. Really? Apparently, yeah. apparently Burnside Rue they're looking at. Yeah. For a jail. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's heaps of land there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, they, apparently right Yatla is the closest jail to a CBD of any capital city okay. in Australia. Yeah, yeah right. When, Which makes sense. When you're moving prisoners, that's the number one time they escape. So imagine moving mm. the whole jail. Someone's mm. going to get out. Mm. Yeah. Someone that's in Paracombe right. had uh, Yatla escaping. At least you have 5,000 more houses for people <laughs> to right. live in. Yeah. Someone in Paracombe had a Yatla escapee living on their property for like three months. And then they stole one of their cars. And... Only in Paracombe. I know. Three months? Yeah. They'd been camping there for months. In the... Didn't work it out? What, what the campfire was down the back block? <laughs> Couldn't block. do it. <laughs> Ran out of matches. Um, and just quickly. He wouldn't have been like, helping him or anything. No, no, no. He had no idea. He's, he's uh, an old farmer. He's had no idea. And then one of the one day, was his Holden was driving down his own driveway. And he went, well, he's bloody that. <laughs> and then when they called him, they realised it was they a Yatler escapee. Yet. Yeah, it was insane. Um, and just quickly, if you're a man trying to attract a woman, a scientist uh, has said that the best thing you can do is try and smell like a cucumber. 
So, oh my god, <laughs> she's a she's actually a, a she's a sex therapist. That's what. She, but she's done yeah. studies into uh, um, what women like mm. what increases blood flow to the. So we're areas. wasting our time with the aftershave and brute thirty three well, and. Well, if it has cucumber <clears throat> um, in it, apparently it increases the blood flow to the areas of attraction mm. by thirteen percent. For blokes or women to get turned on, who did you say? So if a woman smells cucumber, oh, she gets get more turned on. A woman sees you, cucumber. I've never actually tried you it get out. How many times you eaten cucumber? Yeah, but I've never tried to. I've never gone. Ooh, <laughs> right. when I'm chopping up a cuke, I've never gone. Hang on a minute. You're too good to chop up. Three dots a lot. Triple M. Hey, uh, you know, moments ago, by the way, we just uh, we were talking about Russell Crowe and his band. Mm. Um, what are they called again, Rue? 40 odd yards. 40 odd foot of grunt. 40 odd foot of grunt. 30 odd foot of grunt. And we kind of didn't give him a, a real uh, glowing endorsement. Uh, mm. here, is, here is a little bit. Bit harsh on him, dude. It's not that bad. Yeah, no, take it all back. Yeah, it's terrific. I've heard worse, mate. Yeah, I've, I've heard worse. Pop <laughs> down to the cranker on a Tuesday night. Yeah. No, but I know for a fact he used to pester this uh, record executive and uh, he used Just to get me on, mate. book out his own place <laughs> and get a crowd. And then, a cameo in it. And then get him along. And, uh, and the boy said, Just stop ringing me, would you? <laughs> I, I do think that does happen, though. Sometimes people um, they get too rich and then they can start sort of building their own. Yeah. careers and it's like unless you get there on your own does it count no nah, i don't think it does sorry <laughs> anyway, russ he's got a new gym coming to adelaide yeah i'll, 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 I'll get that free membership now thank you that's <laughs> right <laughs> it's a loss triple m well we're pretty casual in australia and one of the fashion trends over the last couple of years is people walking around with socks and sandals socks and birkenstocks socks and crocs or socks and slides and they wear them disgusting Wear them doing <laughs> sporting good. events like, like footy did. So they instead of you know mm. dressing up, they wear mm. it out to the footy. Which yeah. in winter you think, well, that's a bit silly. You get yeah. wet socks, or they wear it to um, you know they wear it out and about. Well, now they're starting to wear it to the gym. I would have thought that's not very clever. Wait to exercise in? Yeah, oh, doing well. weights in it. But think about silly. this though. Think about it. Uh, when I go to the gym, I wear my you know running shoes or sneakers. If it's about safety, if you're going to drop a barbell or a dumbbell or something on your foot, all Crocs or sneakers or whatever, they're not going to make much difference. I know. I, 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 We're get not wearing... your, I get your point, but it feels like it would. We're not it feels like it would make a boots. little bit of difference because the sneaker has a bit of netting in the bounce. You know what I mean? Oh, like oh, really? there might be a bit of taut fabric there, even if it's just a minute amount mm. of resistance. I don't know. Pretty thin. What about the slipperiness of it though? It's got to be dangerous if you're doing sort of something half. Yes, true. Um, you know, a little bit of movement. Mm. Yeah, right. Can I just point out something here? So when I was wearing my Birkenstocks and socks for the last five years, going to golf on a Wednesday, and yeah. you just absolutely lambasted me and gave yeah. it to me. Yeah, I did. Well, now it's pretty cool, is it? Uh, was I ahead of my never time? been cool in my eyes. Was, I, was I actually a he- was I a trendsetter? The thing is, Dits, and this is something that trendsetters will tell you, it's actually really hard being a trendsetter. I know. Because people make fun of you, they bully you, I they tease you. And then, then it becomes cool and they start wearing it. The very people who made fun of yeah. you start wearing it and they never give you credit, they do they? they don't admit it. No, they no. don't. Are you sure you didn't steal it off some other old person? Because I've seen a lot of old people <laughs> over the years getting around with Look, socks up to their knees. I did it. And sandals. I did it for comfort. I'll tell you why. You go to, whether you, I don't know, whatever sport you're playing, but I wear them, I get to the golf club, put my golf shoes on in the mm. car. 
right? Play my golf, take them off, put my Birkenstocks back on, and go inside for a drink. The cool kids it's just wear really easy. socks right up their calves these days. Yeah, they? that that's part of it. See, I'm, that's but, an that's an old man's thing. It is, but the, there's a lot of there's a lot of fashion trends that are based in sort of irony, like the ironic. It's not cool, so then it's cool. You know, it's so uncool that it becomes cool again. Yeah. But oldies have been doing that since we were b- kids, like I've, 70s, 80s. You see pictures everywhere of people like that, isn't it? I've got a fun fact about Crocs, and you, this is true. So the the Crocs that we see out and about, yeah. and you know, they weren't cool. They weren't fashionable. They were they were nothing. There was a movie being made in America about the dumb. It was about it, the future and about how dumb everyone had gotten. Right, mm. and the costume designer said, "What are the dumbest shoes on the planet?" And she found this small company called Crocs, and she said, "They're the ugliest, dumbest shoes I've ever seen in my life." And she put everyone in the cast in these shoes because mm. this movie was based in a society where everyone had lost their intelligence. Is in this the in the last twelve months or like? 10 this years was about ago. ten years ago, and since she's done that, they have exploded, and we're all now walking have around. They only and... exploded in the last two years. No, 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 no. They've been big for a long time. Uh, they were, maybe they in were, your they world. They come but... out and 10 years ago, people started wearing them. But maybe the last 20 years, two years ago. Or 20 years ago. But haven't they really just. They've become heaps more trendy in the last two years, but they've slowly been building in the last sort of 15 years. When will Dits be wearing them? I haven't, yeah, I haven't got any. Have you got a pair? Uh, no, because they're expensive. Are they? <laughs> they're about oh, yeah. 80 bucks for good ones. Okay. But yeah, that's when they're that's when people started becoming aware of them. So mm. the irony is, is that they were meant to represent a kind of dumb person. And now that's what we all wear. Socks and slides at the gym, Dits. Head I'm of my time. forward to seeing it. Head of my time. How hot is it at the moment, Hamish? Oh, do you know? It is 26 degrees. 26 already. Right now. Seven. Top of 41, mm, I think. 41. And SA Health, as a result of you know, the hot day we're having, thought it was important to do a press conference yesterday and tell us all the important things we need to know today. Tips for keeping healthy in the heat. Um, so first up, um, uh, in terms of uh, what I'd be doing, is having a look at my air conditioning unit and my fan. So in winter, there's a little switch on your fan that you can swap over from winter to summer. And also check your air conditioning unit has been switched over to cool and is not still sitting in the heat mode. Good Thanks, idea. Captain Obvious. And go around and just double check all your windows are closed because sometimes I find that there might be a bathroom window that's been left yeah. open and the hot air can still come in. So make sure um, that all the windows and doors are closed. Thank you. Um, I love exercising, but I'm always mindful when it's going to be a hot day that I do it first thing in the morning. Oh, bravo, Captain Hoppy. Checking on your urine and the colour of your pee. Um, and we want to have nice pale urine, not dark urine. So if you're oh. starting to get dark, just go and make sure you have another drink and have some uh, more cold water. Disgusting! Come on, don't pick on the prof. Oh, oh, I love the prof. Go and have another drink, Dits. Well, if we could during the news, can we all just do a urine sample yeah. and bring it back in? First, you just got to turn the tap on and then put the glass underneath it. And then that fills up with something called water and you drink that. Oh, I did <laughs> listen to about four minutes of a 30-minute interview the yesterday. The prof did a great job for, for South Who are they talking to? They would have made her do that and she would have been like, well, I've got to come up with this list. Who would have made her? The, the She's people. the boss. No, there's someone. There's not. There's someone. She's the boss. She's the prof. 
does. Mm. She doesn't go, I'm doing a press conference today at three and that's happening. Like someone's in charge no, of the press conference. You sound too much like her. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's yeah. weird. It's a, do you know what? It's one of the most niche impressions you can do. The health, <laughs> the head of health in <laughs> South <laughs> Australia. I'm, I'm driving, a car. I'm driving a car at the moment. I'm driving a car at the moment and as soon as I get in, put my seatbelt on, press the ignition, it says on the dashboard, mm. Please obey the road rules. Oh, drive, yeah. drive safely. Yeah, and I still I ponder for a little bit. And I go, nah, buggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. not today. No, I've seen you on I'm the road. I'm in lunatic today. mode. Today. <laughs> Look at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, on this Tuesday morning, Rudits and Lies. We've all heard about it. 41 degrees in Adelaide today. Mm. Hey, some celeb goss coming up in this half hour. Uh, we're going to put to to bed the myth or the rumor that Glenn Maxwell, Australian cricketer, was out with the Rush Hour boys. We're going to get to the bottom of that. Like out, like partying. Yes. Mm. Oh, God. God bless him if he was. Uh, We've got a text on the text line. We're talking about uh, my pasta sauce making day on Friday. Uh, This competition is racist, as is great for all Italians, because they know the language. And Nonna, Triple M's... Triple M's Nonna, and he was taking the mickey. He just replied back to me. I said, just a little clue. Listen to the music uh, in the background. She says the name of the song in Italian, but the music's in the background. Might give it away. (laughs) Is the the song I'm uh, led to believe. Now it's going to be 41 today. So we we did hear from Nicholas Spurrier with some just very, just uh, need to know information Mm. about how to stay cool. Checking on your urine and the colour of your pee. Um, and we want to have nice pale urine, not dark urine. So if your urine's starting to get dark, just go and make sure you have another drink. Mm, Don't pee in the pool. Thanks, Also Mom. said make sure your heater's not on, the aircon's on yeah. instead. Yeah. I mean, I love you, Nicola, but yeah. that is Captain Obvious. <laughs> um, we have received another voicemail, though, from oh. one of our favourite pests, oh. the climate activist Greta Thunberg. Hello, Triple M. You bunch of climate-denying dinosaurs. It's Greta Thunberg here, calling on my solar-powered, ethically-sourced banana phone. I just want to say, I told you global warming was happening, and you all laughed at me. Well, now who's laughing, you fools? It's hotter than a camel's coochie. It's so hot, I'm frying a full-cooked breakfast on the bullet of my hybrid Volkswagen. Even my Linda McCartney vegetarian sausages are burning. And just a warning to you gingers. I'm looking at you, Didmar. You are likely to spontaneously combust today. You must listen to your health minister, Nicholas Burrier. She's right. For the love of God, check the colour of your urine. I'm talking to you, dits. <laughs> How dare you? Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for that. Personal call from yeah, Greta. Uh, she's still listening to the show. Good on uh, you, Greta. Good on you. <laughs> Sorry, it's a loss. Triple M. A US TV host isn't happy with Australia. She's had a crack at us. Have a listen to this. I've had it with people calling breakfast brekkie. Brekkie in bed. Going to brekkie with my boo. Stop. For the love of God. Calling breakfast brekkie. Brecky. <laughs> yeah, when I heard that, I thought, honestly, how can you get so... We, I mean, Brecky, mm. it just rolls off the tongue. We say it normally. Radio. So, Brecky Radio. Brecky Radio. Enough Americans. Yeah, yeah in fair, general. Thank you. Yeah. Well done, For the love of God, just stop. But it does make you think, we are the world champions at this. We shorten absolutely everything. Big time. And it keeps happening. And, and in fact, it, it grows uh, over the generations. I, a new one for me over the Christmas time was that my sons went to Port Vincent for their holidays. Mm. I didn't realise it's now Vinny. Vinny. We're going to Vinny. What? Yeah, we're going to Vinny. I'd never heard that Vincent's got a nickname. Well, Mm. it has. But you know, uh, we had our caller a couple of years ago from Murray Bridgerew. 
Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favourites. Yeah, Mazabiza. 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 Uh, but we just find a way to shorten every single word. So you can mm. you can go on and on with this, can't you? You know, Dave O and Jono, they're my rallies. Yeah. Um, I, I went to the Botlo mm. with them and we, you know. then we went to the Servo. Then we went to the Servo. Then we went to Maccas and Had a so couple of skooies. Every single word we say in Australia. <laughs> and even, we've got no respect even. Is it a laziness? But we even call our own country that we live in Oz. Yeah. We can't even Albo. say our, our Prime Minister was short. Albo. Scomo. What about the Gov? The Gov? The Governor? We call yeah. him the Gov? And even yeah. even hotels will change their name for us. So it used to be the Governor Highmarsh. Yeah. That's now the Gov. The Gov. We yeah. can't be bothered saying Crown and Anchor's the Cranker. The Cranker? Yeah. Yeah. We, so we, we shorten very... everything. Brew debts and laws. Yeah. yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I saw a meme once that said, uh, it was obviously an American who wrote it, and they said, um, just met a filmmaker, a professional filmmaker who called... Documentaries, docos. He said, "What a yeah. deeply unserious country." And I went, <laughs> "We are, aren't we? We're not serious. We We're shorten. Just... It's everything. hard to say document. If you can just say doco, doco. Well, I'll just say documentary. Like right. the leading filmmakers in this country will call it a doco. And it's easier to spell. Yeah, it is. That's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. I agree with you. So it got me thinking. What? It, there's got to be a word that your family uses, or yeah. someone you know, dad uses, or your uncle. What, yeah. what is your favourite? What have they shortened? What's yeah. a cracker? That's good. That uh, I like it. We'd like to hear. An American host is upset with us because we say brekkie. Oh, love. Crap. We haven't even started. I know. Hey? The words that we shorten in Australia. Who you got there, Ruth? They got James at Seaton. G'day, James. Hey guys, how are we going? What good. are you shorting? Yeah, uh, me and my wife have shortened croissants into crozzies. <laughs> crozzies. <laughs> crozzies for breaking. And cheese and tomato yeah. crozzy. Yeah, good on you. All, All right, French, and, Andrew, you at Gawler. Andrew at Gawler, what's yours? G'day, crew. Uh, my little girl, beautiful little girl, Levin, she says uh, Nanya. Yeah. And I ask her a question, which is Nanya business. Nanya. Hey. Nanya. Nanya business. Yeah, well done. I don't mind that one. I yeah. like it. Yeah, that could, that could catch on for sure. Let's go to Balaclava. G'day, Wendy. Uh, we always call spaghetti bolognese spag bowl. Yeah, spag bowl. Yeah, spag bowl. It's got to be spag bowl. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's better than spag bog. I don't know what's going no. on there. Uh, spag bog? Yeah, people say that. Who does Ugh. that? They're, they're don't know. Oh. Baz, what do you shorten, Baz? Uh, well, I drive a uh, Mitsubishi Outlander, mm. so I call it a Mitzi. Mitzi? Mitzi. Yeah. Is your name Baz? Is <laughs> 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 your real name Barry? Got an Irish, you've got an Irish accent there, don't you, Barry? Yeah, do you? Yeah. yeah. Good on you, Baz. Love it. Jackie at Gawler, what do you shorten? Yeah, we shorten glips. When we train at the gym, it's glutes and hips. Glips. Oh, oh glips. Okay. said in the one word. Haven't heard that one. one. Yeah, glips. haven't heard that one before. <laughs> Gee, All right. And Minute Matt, on the lips forever on the glips. Matt at Henley Beach South, what's yours? Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, we're definitely lazy because we call the uh, MCG the G. MCG's already a shortened version of Melbourne Greenground. MCG, God, yeah, I love it. And we call Henley Beach Henley. Yeah, we do. Yeah, don't we? Yeah, call it Henners. 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 Come on, that's a stretch. Star Electrical, a local family business chosen by SA's best builders to help build family homes across Adelaide. Let's go, people. The clock is ticking. We're here for a good time, not a long time. I think we got time for a little quickie. Triple M's Quickie. One topic, three answers in five seconds. Oh, yeah, we've uh, just given the old pressure test a tweak, haven't yep. we? So it's more pressure, just really. Zhuzhed it up That's a little bit. Zhuzhed it up. Five <laughs> seconds. All right, James at Edwardstown. How you going, James? Morning, morning. How are you? Yeah, going? good. Now, 41 in Adelaide today. What are you going to do? Do you have to work or how are you going to get through the heat? 
Uh, I'll be out in the sun for a little bit. I'm a I'm a supervisor for a builder, so the trades are normally get home about ten o'clock, and I'll put my feet. Ten o'clock. That's like a oh, radio announcer. Mm. <laughs> I was about to say soft, but then I went, yeah, I'm probably leaving at nine forty-five actually. So what is what's the cutoff, James? What temperatures does it have to get to when you can send them all home? Oh, they they normally send them a cell phone. Scaffolders won't be out to pass about thirty-six degrees, and everyone else is kind of up to their own discretion. What if you're in the shade? Oh, they'll, they'll still find any excuse to go home. Yeah, is it a, is it a paid it day off? Uh, oh, for me, it's, I'll, go, I'll go back and sit in the air conditioner at the office, so it's not too bad for me, but yeah, for them, right. I'll get a paid day off, yeah. Right. What, Fair a enough. paid day off or non-paid? A paid day off. They get paid for their 38 hours, so right. they'll, they'll take any excuse to go home. Oh, Yay. this is getting... I don't like where this is going. I don't want to rip into the battlers of this state out no, there no, in the I'm heat. Not. I'm just interested. Oh, no, no, I'm not ripping into them. No, I, I, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be out there in 41 degrees at all. I'm not, <laughs> it's a I'm not having a go at anyone. No, 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 no. I just mm. wanted to know what the rules are. All yeah. right. Now, James, are you ready to go? I am ready to go. Ready, ready as I've ever right. So we need, we need three answers in five seconds, okay? Yep. So don't dilly-dally. Now, as soon as I've finished uh, the sentence, the timer mm. will start. Here we go. For 100 bucks. For $100, you need to name three foods you have to peel before eating. Uh, banana, potato, and pear. What was the third one? Pear. Pear. All right, now I need to go to the adjudicator here. You don't have to peel a pear. No, I don't think you do. I think you can just eat it. Mm. Mm, unfortunately, See, I don't. See, that's a trick question. Well... What the wording says, you have to yeah. peel it before Technically. eating. Technically. You have to peel an orange, don't yeah. you? Or you have to peel oh, yeah. a banana. If you, if what, you're eating but an what orange. if you cut an orange in half and quarters and just eat it like that? You don't All right, have to you peel got me that. there. But yeah, you but have you to... have to peel the thing off. Well, you're technically <laughs> peeling it with your mouth by pulling no it away from No one said you had to do it with your mouth. All right, but what about pear? Pear, you don't have That's to peel. Don't have to peel a pear. But orange, you, <laughs> All right, you can't the... eat the rind because then you're a psycho if you're eating the Anyway, Lars, what's the consolation prize? It's actually not bad, actually. He's off to see Slash. A double pass the Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. So they're returning to Australia with a special guest, uh, Rose Tattoo, playing at Adelaide Entertainment Centre Thursday, Feb 22. Tickets on sale now at destroyalllines.com. All right, jackpots to $200 tomorrow. Okay, mm. it'll keep going up. Hey, uh, just by the way, uh, during during the break, I yeah. thought I'd try it out on Ruin Lies. It was a shambles. Here we go. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, you go, Rue. <laughs> All right, Rue. <laughs> okay. Three answers in five seconds. Here we go. Name three foods you have to peel before eating. Hang on, we got the time. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, no, you're all good. Um, <laughs> I didn't even hear what he said. Oh. I swear to God. Right. Okay, go again. Root, name three foods you need to peel <laughs> before to eating. God. Carrots, potatoes, and apples. Loz. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing it in the same five seconds? <laughs> Well, Rue got it done and he dusted done. in the five seconds. But you don't there. have to peel an apple. Mm. Ooh, controversy. All right, so that's what happened during <laughs> the break. So, yeah. so anyone listening, don't feel bad because these two idiots couldn't get through it either. So. We're so, so dumb. are you trying to make it a trick question or what? No, no, no. I didn't think that's it was the a question. Tr- that's the question. Uh, it was I a feel like it was a little peel. bit tricky, but it's jackpotted to two hundred. So tomorrow. Yeah, I like jackpots. I like jackpots. There you go. Gets you going. Dits is triple M quickie. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot. Have a quickie bus. with Dits. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. 
Celebrities. Got a bit of celebrity news for you. Influencers. Instagram, Triple M, Adelaide page, whatever that means. He's got his ear to the ground. Uh, yeah. It'll be downloaded, uploaded. What do you do? Uh, it's awesome. time for Chris Dittmar's OMG. 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 Uh, we were only talking yesterday about the really good biopics that have been released in yeah. recent years. There's another one coming out. What? Bob Marley. <gasps> Bob Marley. And it's called One Love. How good. Oh. Cinemas all over Australia, full of stoners. <laughs> Not even knowing what day of the week it is. I'll be there. So just Not a normal even day. know what movie they've turned up to see. It'll be fantastic. Take their money. <laughs> this will go gangbusters. I'll go through some ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popcorn. Popcorn will be young. Oh, nuts. <laughs> and they'll wow. walk out and I'll go, what did we just see? Yeah, I don't, don't remember. Man. Yeah. Uh, now, do you remember yesterday, uh, Taylor Fritz, the US tennis player, his girlfriend said, if he wins, I will eat a full jar of Vegemite. And yeah. we all went, we no, went, love. No, 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 no. Anyway, she attempted are, it yesterday. Not. Here comes the airplane. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I need some Vegemite. You're welcome to come to our hotel because... I will not ever be having a bite of that again. Yeah, so she uh, attempted, she had one teaspoon, and you heard her chucking up in the background. (laughs) You're not meant to bite it, love. She said she was going to have the whole jar. Uh, Glenn Maxwell, front page of the paper Cricketer, who's had a bit of bad luck in recent times. Now, an ambulance was called to the Gov the other night, Friday night. I wonder how long it took to get the ambulance there. Yeah, Yeah, good Mm. question. Um, this is after he broke his leg recently at a mate's 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. This is after at the World Cup just recently, he fell off the back of a golf cart uh, and cracked his head and was concussed and oh couldn't play God. for a second. He's having a bad trot. We've got to the bottom of it, though. This is what happened on Friday. Blitz golf at North Adelaide on Friday, which was a fantastic event. That? Wow. We'll talk about that tomorrow, too. And we caught up with our boy, Glennie Maxwell. There you go. Now, okay. there you okay. go. Say no more. Glenn okay. Maxwell. Rumor confirmed. Hanging around with the Rush Hour boys. Penny and Charles have They just have an ambulance follow them around just in case. Talk about ambulance chases. Right there. Uh, Madonna's being sued, uh, class action, by a heap of people that bought tickets. Two hours late she walked out on stage the other Madonna. night. Madonna. Two hours. Is she starting to do a few things that are a bit She's an weird? odd woman. Mm. I think I don't know what's going on upstairs. To be quite yeah. honest, she's had some. She's had an amazing career, oh, and huge. I wish her all the best. But yeah, huge. yeah. some odd choices coming. Oh, all right, that's Madonna our celeb gospel today. OMG. Now, one hundred four point seven Triple M. Stay cool with an AutoMasters aircon service. Call one three hundred AutoMasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumour file's been on the money a few times. Oh, Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide. First, Mm. the rumour mill. Uh, I said earlier I've got a bit of crow's Mm. goss brew. Now, you're in the box seat to either confirm or deny this, but I don't know how much you're allowed to say. Mm. Um, The Thebidon redevelopment. Mm. Um, I'm led to believe that the crow's hierarchy have reached out to benefactors to help fund the development of Thebiton. Um, now, this isn't unusual. That's and very it's normal. Not, yep. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I mean, everyone does that. A lot of other clubs have done it, other organisations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are three what I would call friends of the club so far. I want to say friends, they're, they're companies, but I would say three people involved in these companies that have been long-time friends of the Crows have agreed to tip in what I would call very, very significant cash. Mm. A lot of money. We're talking, you know, obviously we're in, we're talking in the millions. 
because it has to be. Seven figures. Mm. Uh, There are are three companies, I think, so far that have put their hand up and said, yes, we're in. Well, I won't say that at this stage, but... um, Oh, he's hanging on to secrets, is he? Am I heading down the right path here, Rue? I think it's very common for uh, people to donate to their sporting clubs, absolutely. Even Port Adelaide, that would happen down there. Well, it did. We had the Alan Scott headquarters, didn't we? There you go. That's very normal. I mean, Essendon did theirs. They they raised a lot of money for it. So Mm. uh, I'm not... Certainly confirming that they've, three people have donated seven figures, but it's absolutely there'll be lots of people donating to help raise funds to um, support that development getting off the ground. Mm. Don't know if it'll come out publicly who it is and how much. That'll be up to the individuals or the businesses and the football club, but mm. I'm sure at some stage there'll be some numbers bandied around. It, Look, go on. Is it a donation or do they? is it an investment? Do they get any, you know, any kind of control over any decisions or just no. pure, here you go? Here you go. Pure donation. Club. Yep. Right. donation. All the best. And then nice. it throws up questions like, and I'm not trying to get you to comment That's on this. That's usually works. It might have a name somewhere. Yeah, naming yeah. rights, those sorts of okay. things. Like Wolf Blasted at Nord Football Club and at Morfordville. Yep. It sort of throws up those mm-hmm. sorts of questions. Will yeah. someone get the naming rights or, yep. or yeah. But anyway. They don't get shares in the company no. or decisions. No. Or, no. No. no, they can't yeah. make a move at halftime. You donate. Grand yeah. final. <laughs> yeah. Put him back on so anyway, now. That's, uh, <laughs> so the development's well underway from that point of view, the planning and getting the cash yep. together and doing all of that. Heading in the right direction. Three generations, one topic. Have you ever heard of the Generation Gap? On Triple M Breakfast. The Generation Gap. It's the Generation Gap. Uh, one of the grumpy old men is on the line, Franz. Good morning, Franz. He's our baby boomer. How are you, Franz? Morning, team. Uh, Sammy Morrison, our sound man, Generation X. G'day, Sammy. Morning. And let's go to Generation Z, Alessia. Hi. Okay, what's the topic, Rue? Uh, the topic today is all about Australia Day this Friday. Uh, it's not getting celebrated by everyone. There's councils, there's companies, there's Test individuals, there's sport, it. there's everything yep. that's avoiding it uh, because they don't want to get hooked up in the controversy. Um, should we change the date is the question. Okay, let's go to Franz, the baby boom. What do you think, Franz? Well, look, I, I, my, my whole view on the whole thing is it's Australia Day this um, Friday coming. Um, we should all embrace it and celebrate it. Um, if a bigger decision's made, uh, under what forum that's made, I'm not sure how it's done. Uh, my argument is uh, to anyone that doesn't want to enjoy it or celebrate it, um, you know, turn up the work then. Don't take the public holiday. And to anyone that's in um, working in my industry, don't take the penalty rate. Ooh. Just get a normal day's part. That's where I sit on it until... Until we, we do a proper discussion rather than just an emotive move on uh, let's not celebrate this particular day, um, I'm all for forging ahead. Mm. All right. Sammy? I think for Indigenous Australians, it's not really a great day of celebration because it's the landing of the First Fleet. It's referred to as Invasion Day. So I guess it's kind of a sad reflection for them, a bit like... Anzac Day, we don't really go around waving flags and celebrating. You kind of reflect and you look back on it and you, you know, try and learn. But it's not really a celebration day for those uh, particular people. And I can... We do celebrate it, though. We, uh, we pat our diggers on the back and buy them a beer and say thanks for what you did. I think you should still recognise it and reflect it as a special day, but I don't think it embraces Australia as a whole and everyone and is inclusive of 
everyone. This is this isn't a loaded question. I'm not trying to influence anyone here, but we're told the stats last week were 17 percent of Australians don't want Australia Day on this day. So do we bow to the 17 percent, Alessia? What do you think? I think it's a day of mourning for of First Nations people, and how can we have? You know, we call it Australia Day and it's very patriotic and everyone's like, we should all celebrate this. how good this country we live in, which is so true. It's amazing and we're very lucky to be here and we should celebrate. But it's not really fair to celebrate on a day where we can't all celebrate because people are mourning. Hmm. So I think there's plenty of other days in the year and plenty of other significant days that we could choose to our country, which you could, or even just novelty ones like people have said, move it to May 8 and it's mate. And it's Australia Day and it's fun and we can all celebrate and, you know, enjoy this land that we live in without having to do it on a day where a lot of Australians, particularly First Nation Australians, can't enjoy it. So it's not a day of celebration for them. I wasn't one of the 17% did, so I didn't get asked, but um, I would change it just because I hate the fact that everyone uh, doesn't join in and have a great day. Yeah. I would move it purely for that reason because I think we need to get a date that we can all have fun together and all get on and enjoy our country instead of every year arguing about it. Franz, how do you respond to that? Well, I, I, I probably said it right at the beginning. If, if we choose not to have this particular day as a country, I, I, and I'm supportive of that, but at the moment it is Australia Day, we should support it, we should embrace it, um, and until powers to be and whoever they are, whether it's a referendum, whether it's the government, whether it's all these parties get together and say, no, we think it should be the 25th, 27th, whatever date they choose. Um, I, I just don't understand how we can just say, well, no, we're not going to celebrate Australia Day. Yep. Well, it's happening, isn't it? It's, whether it's the 25th or 27th or any other day, mm. I don't know. But it's. I think people do still have the urge to come together and do it celebrate Australia and I think people should should have the right to do that. Um, there's no denying that it is a controversial day and I think Rue's right. It's not going to go back to what it was 10 years ago now. It's impossible. I think we're the only country in the world that has a celebration on on an invasion day. Most people have, most other countries have picked another day that is more sort of unifying and um, we might just be a bit behind in that. Um, but it is it is a difficult thing because a lot of people feel like they're not allowed to celebrate it or they don't want to be seen to be celebrating it um so it's a tricky day Mm. all right good discussion thanks team thanks friends rude it's and laws on triple m rue over the weekend i know you've followed this closely but uh arguably our our most notorious bent copper passed away his name was roger rogerson yeah sunday night at 11 o'clock and uh fascinating he's been on tv we've seen uh Shows all about him uh, and Duncan McNabb, a former private investigator, now journos and author of two books written on Roger Rogerson, joins us now. Good morning, Duncan. Uh, Roger's Good morning. bit the dust, finally. Yes, yes, Roger is now very much an ex-detective. Sorry about that. That's right. That's right. He's an interesting character, to say the least. Uh, what, do you, what have you found most fascinating about him? Um, his persistence, I think. Um, I wrote about uh, I sort of met him in 81 when I was a young detective and had a bit to do on and off with him um, 
throughout the eighties. Um, then eventually I wrote a book about him beginning of the beginning of this century. Um, and I retired him at the very end of it because he just got out of jail for perjury for the second time and retired him to a, a tinny on a lake with his grandkids. Well, that was a big mistake because a couple of years later he pops up and he's murdered Jamie Gow and mm. is on the run in southeast Queensland. Unexpected. So his persistence throughout his entire career has been quite remarkable. Now, he was sort of like a decorated cop at the beginning of his career and he was uh, very much respected and Mm. then sort of things started to take a turn. Do you think he was always bent, always corrupt or did something happen to him early in his career that changed the course of his career? I think fairly on in his career, um, uh, New South Wales police was had some serious problems back in those days with deep corruption mm. uh, over generations. And I think the corrupt senior cops recognised a talent in Roger, um, a capable detective, quite fearless, a bloke who would do whatever had to be done, but also a bloke that they could um, mould in their own shape as well so that um, corruption would continue as well. And I think that was... Roger was induced or groomed, as someone said to me earlier this morning, mm. into that role. I don't think he had a sort of moment, woke up and said, I think I'll be a crook, it's a bit easier. I think Roger was destined for this. Yeah. Do you think that a lot, so there's, you know, suspicions that a lot of his early um, convictions were pushed and that his um, his interrogation tactics weren't necessarily above board, that he but falsified oh, confessions? Yeah. How many of those cases do you think... Um, were fair? Or do you think that if, if you went back to them that a lot of those people who were convicted unfairly? Oh, I think quite a few. And that was not un- Roger wasn't the only one. It was quite common back in those days. Um, fake records of interview where they don't sign them, but they've allegedly mm. participated in them. Um, and along the lines, the old joke was uh, the crim would say, uh, you're too good for me, Mr. Rogerson, I give up, mm. which would always get a giggle. But, you know, it, it stood up to muster in some courts as well. How did your relationship end up with him? What was he like towards you? Uh, when I wrote my first book about him, uh, he rang me and uh, gave me a fairly uh, interesting, pithy view of what he thought of me and ended by telling me he was going to have me whacked. Which oh! Was- <laughs> um, so you had that, which- had that make you feel? Uh, apprehensive because Roger is one of the few people who actually has the capacity to murder in cold blood and not yeah. think twice about yeah. it. So, yeah. um, but he didn't. And a couple of years after he'd been convicted, well, 2018 I think it was, I got a call from his wife on a Saturday afternoon saying, you know, Roger would like you to come out and visit him in jail. I thought, I said to her, last time we spoke he was going to kill me. She said, oh, no, he's only kidding. Yeah, no. He just wants to have a chat to you, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I went out to see him twice and he wanted some uh, advice from me on uh, a few matters of his various appeals, which were all unsuccessful. Um, and I asked him for quid pro quo about uh, three of the cases that I was interested in that were still unsolved. And he got very dark, very quiet. And um, you saw the dark side emerge very, very quickly. Needless mm. to say, he didn't offer any guidance to me. Who are, who are some of the hardened crooks that he used to hang around with or dealt with? The worst of his mates uh, was Nettie Smith. And, you know, you remember the old ABC series, uh, The Green Light. Uh, Blue, sorry, Blue Murder with The Green Light. You know. Nettie was... An appalling is a murderer, a rapist, and uh, at one stage an armed robber, and Australia's biggest heroin trafficker. And that was his mate. And this, the bizarre thing about Rogerson was not only was Nettie his informant, but he became a friend. Mm. Rogerson introduced this horrible, thoroughgoing bastard to his wife and kids, for mm. goodness sake. Mm. And that's when you really, that's hit, that hit home for me. I thought, this guy is really operating on a planet I don't understand. Well, Duncan, thanks for sharing it with us this morning. He is no longer with us. A notorious figure, Roger Rogerson. Thanks, Duncan McNabb. Much appreciated. It is 8.46 and it's Rude. It's on Laws on Triple M. It's a special source.
La Trattoria, the official venue of Triple M's Italian Extravaganza. Ah, que sauce on your face. To book a table, head to latrattoria.com.au. All right, we're making sauce this Friday up on the riverbank at Wakery. Everyone's coming up from Triple M to help the family Ooh, get the excited. job done. We're going to get messy and dirty and have tomato sauce everywhere. The kids will be helping out. It's going to be a great day, and we're going to make an extra 30 or 40 bottles so that some of the Triple M listeners who are loyal and listen to our show all day uh, can win a bottle of pasta sauce. Collector's item, this is. Money no cannot buy. You have to listen to our Triple M nonna throughout the day, and... You either understand what she's saying in Italian or you can, that little hint, listen to the music in the background and then when you hear that song, ring one triple three five three. In Italian, this is Triple M's next secret source song. You ready? Ciao, I'm the Triple M nonna. Today's song is... Mi hai scosso tutta la notte. Figure it out, and when you hear it, call one triple three five three and win Mark Rusciuto's extremely limited edition homemade pasta sauce. It's a special sauce. Ah, sure is. Simple Triple as M. that. So you'll win a. I reckon she likes the same music I like. Mm. Is that the second song surely. from the same artist? Could be yeah, your it might be. Yeah, might be. Might, got a hold of your playlist. Well, yeah, wait until you hear it today, and then ring through. You get the bottle of sauce, and you come to lunch with us at La Trattoria. It's be heaps Two fun. people win every day. So That's right. A different song in the afternoon. Yeah. So mm-hmm. listen closely and uh, ring when you have to. Yeah. Is that it for us today? Yep, we're done. Oh, we're right. oh, we leaving. Oh my goodness! It's check your ear on. Check, check your, your on. air conditioner. Make sure you haven't got on hot. Yeah. Close, shut your bathroom window. If right. your wheeze go dark, yeah. have a drink of water. And okay. water's in the tap in the kitchen. Okay. Oh. Turn it to the right, mm. and then to turn Thank it to you. the left, turn it off. Open oh, your mouth. Thank yeah. you. Here and it comes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day, everyone.